peaks of the Rocky Mountains. It was Dope Industry Podcast. So fold up your dollars and knock back a beer. Next on Stage One. It's more like 12, yeah. It's terrible. Um, you know, I would like to plug my MP3 player into my car stereo and listen to the podcast on my way home, my transition to the store and then on my way home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I would think that, you know, 12 o'clock on a Friday on Sat- or Saturday night would be optimum. But at the same time, I don't know. What are young people doing now when, um, especially... We could go on a Friday night to the club. And just talk to people. That's interesting. You know, we could, because I know a lot of them want to be interviewed. I know a lot of them want to share their stories. I know a lot of them, I know a lot of the guys want to be interviewed as well. And I'm like, well, do I really want to interview a whole bunch of just dudes? Mm -hmm. Are people tuning in to hear the customer? Or do they want to know the dancer? Right, right. And speaking of... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Pixie, and my co-host is Mr. Jay. Hey, 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 Denver. How are you doing? We are having such a good time talking about uh, what we're getting ready to do, the, the upcoming things with next on next on it's stage one. It's going to be huge. We're having a pretty good success so, so, so far. It looks like a lot of our subscribers like what we're doing, and um, now we're going to start to tighten it up. Absolutely. So welcome to Next on Stage, and you'll never know what we're going to talk about next. So you have to tune in. We release our new episodes every Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night at at midnight. midnight. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night at midnight. And we can be found on Twitter, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, we have a Facebook page. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. We, we're trying to reach out to everyone out there and kind of, because um, the thing is, we want to have a discussion. Absolutely. Um, we want everybody to kind of talk about this. We were just discussing that a couple of minutes ago about um, maybe even visiting a number of the clubs, maybe as an option and doing uh, short interviews. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Just something live on the street would be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, giving uh, a little bit of voice. We want to know what you want to hear from us. Definitely. We can talk for days. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, and, and we have, and, and we'll and we will. To. Um, so we're having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun. How about you? Oh, it's it's been a blast. Oh. Uh, a lot of you have seen my post on Facebook where I removed my duct tape name off of my locker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was that, it. Huh? That was that was it. I cleaned out my locker. The duct tape's gone. I gave my locker to a very sweet dancer. Her name was Catalina. Beautiful. She's been there for two years. Okay, does she deserve the locker though? Yes. You know, because that's kind of like having the best parking spot at work. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yes. if a long time employee leaves, the next person take care of that spot. She's she's been there for two years and does not have a locker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a passing of the torch. Yeah. I don't know. that There are other dancers I could have gave the locker to, but they hadn't been there for two years. Right. They're not nice to people. They're not nice to customers. They they don't have the same They're repertoire. They're not lending that helping no. hand. No, yeah. but she is. She's she's a really good person. Okay. I like her. So, good. yeah. She's uh, 
gorgeous. She's got like long brown hair. Just she she's more of a Cuban dancer. You know? she's, she's gorgeous, gorgeous. Ooh, hopefully and, she's listening. Uh, maybe mm. one of these days. <laughs> I think there's a language barrier there though. Oh, does so. she have a accent? Oh yeah. Oh, she's that's sexy. she's so she's so pretty. Ooh, she's so pretty. That's and sexy. she she takes classes at night. And she's taking care of herself, and she pays all of her own bills. Good. And she is a top-notch person. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that, you know, um, because that that reminds me that you know when you when you think about the the stigma that's on dancers, you know. Oh yeah. Um, she's got a positive outlook. You she know does. What I mean? um, she is using the money that. Pretty good money, okay. Oh, yeah. You know, unadvocated, but it's quick money. It's easy money. If you do it the right way, it can be profitable for you. So she is obviously going to work. She's a good kid, obviously, because she caught your eye. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, and she's using that money to go to schools because she knows she's not going to be a, a stripper here in the next no. five, ten years. No. And hopefully, she'll pass off that locker to the next good employee and I can tell you that from a manager perspective and it's in this industry is very difficult to find your golden crop girl oh, so that yeah. positive is a great thing to hear yeah. that that still exists because there's negative too we have a lot of negative and I think that's really what's pushing me away from the whole industry right now mm. I when I removed my name from my locker I it was more like a relief you know, I don't have to be there anymore. I don't have to go in. I don't have to dread my job. I I can I can now just have my weekends and my nights off, and right. it feels so good. Now, what would you attribute that to being? Wouldn't it, do you think you're just mentally older, or has have things have you matured, or would you I call it? I'm not mature. Everybody knows that, me. I'm not mature. <laughs> or would you say that the industry and maybe society as a as a whole is just kind of has kind of changed now, where it's not enjoyable to even be in this line of work anymore. For me, that's that's exactly what it is. I I I'm not finding any joy in in it anymore. I mean, I, lo I lost my good friend just this year. Um, there's, there's a whole wave of new dancers. There's a whole, just, just a different air about it. Hmm. We talked about that on a previous show uh -huh. and it just Never seems, did. it just seems like it's, it's really got me down. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm perfectly al allowed, I'm allowed to step away. And you know, I I don't feel bad about stepping away. I actually I feel relieved. Yeah. 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 You just feel as though, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I felt as though the industry, because the industry was already muddy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It's not something that I can talk to my friends and family about. Uh, well, um, let me change that. I do have certain friends that I do share information with. Right. Okay. Um, and especially anyone that's within the industry. That's why I'm not oh, yeah. going to advocate a, a dancer did another dancer, but we get each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because genre, that, that industry specificness of, of, of what goes in it and we, even how we talk and how we act, it, it's very specific to that industry. Right. So uh, what, what I'm asking, I guess, when it comes to clubs anyway, you know, because now you're, you're – 
or what I'm taking away from it is that, or what you've told me is anyway, is that first of all, it's it's distant now. It's extremely distant, you know. Yeah, uh, plexiglass. Now you're within a box. Yeah, and you're wearing a mask, and you have to be so far away from different people, and it really takes away the personability, the the one-on-one connection. Right. Right. Yeah, it's. It's sad. Right. And, and I think that's what made it fun. Yeah. I'm know, an entertainer. That, right. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not saying that I want to talk to customers all the time, but I've met some pretty interesting people over the years. Oh, yeah. And you some friends. Uh, I've met lots of friends. Yeah. Yeah. And even as even as a customer, you know, yeah. I'm not even talking about being in the business. I've met a lot of entertainers that were really cool people that yeah. I would hang out with outside of. Absolutely. Yeah. And those are the people that I talk to. I have a lot of friends that have been in the industry and have gone and came back and I've gotten jobs. I know a lot of people who are, you know, house moms now. Right. You know, they're they're the wonderful soccer moms with three kids and smiling faces. And you would never know that they once upon a time had six inch heels and could kick the shit out of people. Right. And I know a bunch (laughs) of those ladies too. Both do. Yeah. So let's just so using that as a, as a template in, in our conversation, talking about um, the industry or the clubs back in the day. We we know these ladies now that are house moms that used to be in the six inch you know pumps and yeah um, they're shaking their booty to the best of us out there. You know what I mean? There were still negative aspects of being in the business. Okay, and some I'm going to say the majority of the girls and the guys that I knew pretty much kept their their noses clean. Oh yeah, it oh, dipped yeah. into a little, little bit of the bad, you know. Don't you? How many of us didn't experiment, you know? But some of them dipped, or or dove right into, right in. fell off know, the cliff, right? Um, and either hung out with the wrong dancers, or mm-hmm. signed up with the wrong agency, or started dating the wrong manager, um, or they started dating their drug dealer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we could talk about so much stuff that was negative. In the industry, because the thing is, I would like to say, and I don't want to say I, I was wise by any means. I, I just kind of kept my eyes open on a lot of stuff and a lot of places I did I didn't just go, you know. Right. Um, and I've been to a number of parties where everything was available, but I'm like, hey, I'm I good with the beer, beer and the weed. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and that that was my personal prerogative, and nobody looked at it negatively, and I didn't give a shit if you did, you know. Right. I I always kept this is work. Um, I, personally, I've never delved into any of those drugs i i i did pot yeah i drank alcohol like a fish but other than that i when i came to work i came to work right i didn't come to partake in whatever sally or diamond or whatever whatever the girls were doing because it didn't involve me and i didn't have to do that because i'm a happy entertainer right and when you're an entertainer and and the business is it makes you happy it 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 lights up the room when you walk up on a stage that's completely different than the high you get from said nightlife drugs you know that not downplaying anybody who likes to do that that's your own prerogative mm-hmm. you know that if that's what gets you through the night that's what gets you through the night i didn't need any of that I've always thought that if you had to have it in order to do this, you probably shouldn't be doing this. 
Yeah, now, maybe. And, and don't get me wrong. Like I said, with the environment that we're in, these things are available. Everywhere. Everywhere. You know, yeah. Um, there, there are many things that you turn a blind eye to yeah. in this environment. <laughs> and I'm sure that, you know, I would love to do a... Um, um, a story or interview with a with a limo driver because we've dealt Ooh, with a number yeah. of limo drivers and they're part of the industry when you're talking about striptease and private parties that type of thing and there are a number of things that they turn their head to when you talk about the game you know what I mean so there there are a lot of negatives that come with it so do you think it's the girl themselves because um, you're saying to me, you know, and I'm, I'm the same way, and we've met people that have been in the industry and, and gotten through it, and they might not be what the rest of society would call rich or affluent or whatnot, but they've done okay for themselves, oh, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, they've got families now, and, you know, and, and that was part of their history. It, and they don't look at, it neg- look at it negatively. That was part of what they did. Right. They may or may not share that with their significant other, but that's not my business. Right. Okay? So when when we talk about the negative aspects of the industry, do you think it's the girl themselves that walks into the place and gets twisted, or do you think that girl is already twisted? No, I think there's steps. I think that uh, it goes back. We mm-hmm. were talking about our past. Some of it's a little bit of past. Some of it's availability some of it's you know right place wrong time you know it it's it's really easy to follow one step in front of another in front of another and lead yourself down the wrong path because you're the one that has to stop you and if you don't have some sort of like compass in your life right because nobody's forcing you to be in that club right, right. unless you're actually being forced and then that that's a terrible situation that's something you can't control if you're being forced to be there or if you're being trafficked you know right right and well, I heard that's a big deal now even that more is a so huge deal right now I was ever aware of before right um, but go on and I think I think when you're when you're when you have your own free will and that you're choosing which way you want to go that's an individual choice mm-hmm. But if you don't have free will to do it, then that's that's somebody else choosing for you. But in this industry, I've made all of my own choices. Mm-hmm. I've paid my bills. I've taken care of my family. I've done everything that I could possibly do. So, you know, there's a lot of negative, but there's a lot of positive to it, too. Okay. You know. Okay. And it's just interesting, you know, I just... As we have listeners and as our subscribers keep growing, um, I'm sure a number of questions will come up. And, and, I, and that's why I keep cautioning when I have conversations with you about this. I keep saying I don't advocate this because it's not for everybody. It's not for that. everybody, no. Um, now, there's a, there's a lot of – if you're not a strong individual, this industry will crush you. Right, 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 right. Um, and especially if you want – if you're – if. And I guess that's the difference between, say, here and now, because now, at least back, different because people are more in control of what they do. You know, got online stuff, so they take pictures of themselves and put them online and mm-hmm. call themselves part of the industry, that type thing, which is different, you know, um, because it's in their hands. I'm not sure if that's a better thing. I, I feel as though some there should be some type of managerial aspect when it comes to working in this industry. 
Yeah. Um, clubs, you, you need to have clubs because you have, you have A, you've got security there. Um, now to make sure that you make it, make it safely. Home. Right. Okay. It, it's, it's a space out of your own home. Right. Yeah. That, that you're meeting a customer there. You're not bringing a customer into your own place. Right. Right. You don't have to do the advertising because yep. the club is taking care of the advertising for you. They already provide the drinks and the customers. You just have to show up. Right. <laughs> and, and the management expects that if you're going to be there, that there are certain things that come with that. Yeah. Uh, one of those things is a house fee. Yeah. When you were a male dancer, mm -hmm. did you have to pay a house fee? No. No? You're out of your mind. What? And I got paid. Oh, see, it's been a long time since I got paid to show up to a place. When we when we worked for the company, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we got paid right. to show up. You got a you got paid, and then you got tipped. Right. So right. private parties are completely different than in the club. And, and and quite honestly, I think that agency was more specific about making sure that it took care of its workers. I my understanding was that they made money on quantity versus quality of money. Right. Um, so they would rather pay their entertainer, entertainers a very good base salary plus what they're making. Because if that entertainer is happy, then the customers are happy. Um, and then you get more and more frequency. Of, you also um, get better quality when you pay your dancers. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So all that goes hand in hand. But a lot of agencies don't share that sentiment. Um, there are a number of clubs and agencies that either A, will charge the person to work yeah yep which is fucking ridiculous. there there are clubs here in denver that charge you when you show up yeah and then at the end of the night they charge you when you leave right. so you're getting double charged just to be there which i always thought was just absurd to me you yeah know? Um, um, and it's and it all depends on what time you show up Hmm. So if I you did not know that. so um, let's take there's a nicer club that's up north and if you get there by twelve thirty mm -hmm. not ready by twelve thirty just get ready just be there by twelve thirty no house fees okay but then after there there's I think it's a I don't remember I haven't I I haven't worked there in a long time I think it's like a twenty dollar house fee okay after after one. And then, and then there's that. Then it just kind of creeps up, so it can be all the way up to, I'm gonna say eighty dollars. Are you kidding? Just to work, yeah, without without your tip out. Oh, so that's not even that's, going towards your tip out? Are no, you insane? None of that goes to your tip out. Well, that that's what happened. Um, Las Vegas does this. Las right. Vegas. Right, right, right. Because it's Las I Vegas. It's Las Vegas, though. They, they, they're charging you to be there because yeah, you are an independent contractor. I follow. If yes. you want to be here in Las Vegas, you're going to pay. You follow their rules. But Denver. We're Denver, Colorado. Denver used to be different. Denver yeah. used to pay. This is a one horse their, town. Yeah, they used yeah. to pay their dancers to dance. And I've been here most of my life, so I don't want anyone to get mad at me saying that Denver is a podunk uh, um, I love Denver. Yeah. I do too. I love Denver. But dude, we're we're not LA. We're no. we're we're not Las we're, Vegas. We're not okay? New York. Yeah. And, and we're not our, Texas. And some of our even our bigger clubs shouldn't be because the thing is is that your your what your product is is the entertainer that's on right. stage. 
Okay. Right. So you want quality entertainers. So now, wouldn't you want to pull them in by offering them some type of incentive, money-wise? Well, I think what's going on is that most of these clubs have at least 30 girls per shift. Okay. So, they're, so they have an abundance of women showing up to work and paying them. See, that's bullshit. It, it is bullshit. <laughs> but I agree with tipping out your bar. Absolutely. Your dan- yes. your doorman, yes. your DJ. I believe in that. Yes. But if, if a bar is making money off of you, off of drinks, which I drink like a fish. And, and quite honestly, that's <laughs> part of your job. You know? Well, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if they do that anymore. Um, but I, but like I've been in the game for a long time. In my club, it's not mandatory that you drink. Mm-hmm. But if somebody buys you a drink, get a drink. Well, you can get a Red Bull. You can get a soda. You can get a bottle of water. Get a drink. Remember that juice bar that we were talking about? Yeah, I downtown? remember that juice bar. Yeah, that that, that was mandatory. Yes, you had to get yes, drinks at the juice where bar. Where they make their money from? This six dollar little itty bitty teaspoons of drinks that they yeah. used to sell to you. You know what I mean? So that's where they made their money from. So they encouraged their dancers to get their customers to buy drinks while they're there. That's where you make your money. But that club also, at the end of the month. Paid you for your drinks. Oh, see, oh, you got, for real? You got you got oh. a little bit of kickback on the drinks. See, that's fair. But you didn't get you didn't get a paycheck. You just got a little bit of kickback from the drinks. That's fair. They would just tally everything up. So if you sold five gigantic drinks, you got you got so much money out yeah. of that. It that's wasn't fair. A, it wasn't a lie. It was I'm enough okay to it was enough to pay a bill. Yeah, you know that's all that the. The paycheck was for. Well, you understand that the hustle comes with the game, though. Yeah. You know? And that's why I don't accept the whole, um, well, there, there are 30 other entertainers that you're working with. Because, quite honestly, that's not the part of the, the, the clubs to even take that on as a responsibility. As a manager, I would say... More the better. Need, <laughs> I, hey, I, and I got 30 women that are bad as hell. Some of y'all going to need to step up your game. Who's going to make the money here? Yeah. Oh. Because okay? uh, most of y'all are lazy. Okay, <laughs> but there are a couple of y'all that are gonna be making the real money. Right. All right, so which 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 one of you is that going to be? And say instead of doing a house fee, I've always been against house fees. Okay, mm-hmm. my showing up here draws your customer base. They so should you should be paying me for being here. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's Monday night. I I should have you know Pixie at at the bar. Right, she's my waitress. She's gonna be there. She's gonna be serving drinks. I know that people are going to show up on a Monday night just for her. There you go. You know, but that's not how the the industry. But they don't see it like that. The, the industry has kind of changed over like that. We we were, I think it was, it was probably about five or eight years ago, Peppermint Spearmint Rhino. Oh, the women. They, mm-hmm. they were going to come here. Oh, were they? Yep. And they were gonna. They had a. They had bought a plot of land, and they were getting ready to, you know, get signatures and get the community involved. And the monopoly in Denver uh-huh. said, said no, thank you. Uh-huh. So I always knew that was gonna be a problem. It was. It yeah. Nobody wanted it. Well, the dancers wanted it. The clubs didn't want. No, it. No, I, I saw it happening years ago because, like yeah. I said, I've been in this in, in this game for a minute. You know. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, when one of the clubs was a Greek restaurant before it became um, a striptease club, and then it was bought up and became another striptease club. So I've seen 
Um, and I've always kind of taken and and I'm and I'm hoping that a couple of these guys are still around, um, like the older owners, because I do enjoy a number of them. Some of them, some of them are some cool cats. Man. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, and, I am. I'm glad they're kind of, you know, still stepping up and saying, no, you're not going to buy my bar. This is our right. neighborhood, you know, you know, because the thing is, when you allow the corporate, the corporation to come into it, you never know what to expect. You know, one of the reasons why the private party agency that we were with um, it did so well is because we were local. When you dial up a 1-800 number and get various strippers, blah, 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 strippers showing up for your, your next... Oh, they'll party. send you, you any kind of blonde. <laughs> you know? You know, and, and if you call back to complain and say, well, you know, um, this is not the girl picture. Well, she's a blonde, isn't she? You right. know what I mean? Right. So I always liked the fact that these little smaller um, local bars, they just seem to have more integrity, more of a cheers feel, if that makes right. sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and with the corporation... Um, corporations oh, you watch, watch, okay, oh, yes. watch your, uh... um, purchasing a number of these that, that makes a monopoly and now they shift the game um, right. you know to work their way stage fees is a ridiculous thing from from the from the point of a dancer okay? yes it, that's fucking ridiculous I get Las Vegas yes. I get it okay yeah. because if I'm working at Olympic Gardens or um, it wouldn't be Olympic Gardens for me it would be for you Oh, no, they actually, they have male dancers down there, too. If I'm working down there and I'm guaranteed to make a $1,500 just that for showing night, up, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you yeah. 50 bucks. Sure. So, I, so I'm so i guaranteed to make a grand or more? Sure. But we're talking about Denver, Colorado. Right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all for tipping out and, and giving my dancer, my doorman, my DJ, my bar... Those people deserve that tip out. Right. They deserve it because they, they're they bringing my drinks. They're playing my music. They're protecting me because, well. They provide a service yeah, for you. Yeah. I'm a shit talker. Right. <laughs> I, I, so you need your doorman to I, cover I need your ass. My, I need my doorman to stand behind me as I yell at a customer. <laughs> and, and I've always appreciated a good G, uh, DJ. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they they're, they make me my money. Yeah. They'll, you know? they'll, they can totally shift a room yeah, they can make a with the out. right with the right music right so right. i i I've really had DJs actually make literally make my night yeah absolutely um, and then you know i just think there's just a lot of you know negative stereotypes about what we pay out to people like oh we're just making money hand over fist and then here we are we're just paying out before we get in and then after we get in, and then just trying to figure out babysitting fees if you have children or, or what's going on. Or maybe you have to pay for a cab. That Those things are very important. Right. Because they provide that service for you, I feel as though we should be. You know, like I said, my DJ makes my night. And I'm talking about nights where I haven't made money. and I would Because you have conversations with your DJ overnight. You know, oh yeah, they're one of the few people that we kind of talk to. Doorman's busy; he's socializing with people. And um, and then sometimes the DJ will even come up with stripper themes. Yes, yes, you he's know. actually come up with stripper names because they've been in the game totally. for so long. Yeah, it, it's hard when you have five different diamonds. Right. 
So <laughs> I enjoy, and, that, and that's what I mean when it comes to tip, because I appreciate those guys, okay? Because if you walk into a new club, and yes, you have your house bomb that kind of gets you through, leads you through, and shows you the dressing room, and yeah. um, shows you the bar, and what you should be doing, and where you should be, and blah, blah. Your DJs really want to talk, talk to you about the mechanics of the thing. When I call your name, here's the board. Okay, this is you on the lineup. This when is you, the person you follow. Right. It goes in a circle. Right. And if he's really good, he'll even tell you, hey, when I play this song, be ready because the next song is your, is your song. Yeah. Be on stage yeah. one. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're going to take a cigarette break, do it before you have to go up on stage. Right. I don't smoke, so. But a good DJ, a really good DJ, if you really dig into their brain, will really help you with themes, you know, um, because once again, he's the one that is um, determining the how good the night's going to go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, if he wants to do a, a school a school's out for summer um, set or whatnot, he's telling you to get into a, a school girl. Absolutely. And themes do really help. And yeah. that most, most dancers don't have... They're not prepared. They they don't. They just slap a, a thong or a t bar on, and they just bra and panty set, and they don't even think about what they're, what they're bringing towards the show. And I know we spoke about this. I think even last episode, because I think we might have talked about. Because uh, I know you had said something about superhero costumes and how mm-hmm. um, we knew one girl that played off the the Laura Croft Tomb Raider I real well. Her. Um, and I believe you did marry Jane pretty well yep. and you had your red hair and one where it was really, really red. Um, so what are some other themes that you stumbled across? Because I personally, one of my favorites, and I know you're going to agree, and we've talked about this before, private parties, the cop theme. I is, love the cop. Love, love it, love it. Love always it. works. It's always, always works. A hit. It's always a hit. Um, in in my club, we did uh, Playboy Bunny. Ooh. That's, that's fun for both customers and dancers because right. the girls can dress up in their playboy bunny gear and the customers if they get advance warning they can bring in their pajamas cool. you know their you know silk pajamas they got their robe on everybody's walking around having a great time we've also done halloween halloween is so much fun in the club because right now step outside of the right the now is when everybody starts wearing their gear right you know Yes, you'll see a lot of schoolgirl because that everybody That's has a schoolgirl. Yeah, everybody's got to get me. Right. So you know, and I and I tell the girls over and over, bring in those costumes. Start wearing them now. You can. Yeah, wear, oh, totally. You can wear a costume right. right now, all the way until the day after Halloween. You can even keep going if you wanted to. I've got I've got a sailor costume. I've got a schoolgirl. I've got because it's football season. Mm-hmm. Referee. Oh, cute. Uh, that. That's the you know, awesome I've one. always like the uh, the sexy um, a football player um, when a girl dresses up as like a linebacker and she's got the helmet and she's got the black underneath her eyes. Nobody That's wears a helmet. No. I, I've seen it though, and no, because it, it adds to it when she takes off the helmet and lifts down her hair and she's got the black under her eye. That's that would hot, be dude. Cute. That'd be I mean, cute. Yeah, it's yeah. hot. I like that, and I think we're a little bit different about when we do purchase. I always wait for after Halloween, and I do some serious shopping on oh, whatever yeah. I can find. Well, um, I always have because uh, I've been in in the business for so long. Mm-hmm. I have so many outfits and it's time for me to purge all of those outfits. Oh, you're going to have fun doing that. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm you're, just You might have to actually sell them as lots. I might just chuck them in the chuck them in the bin. Just get rid of them. That's how much stuff I have. 
Play your favorites, so. Yeah. You will I don't regret know. it if you. No, you need to keep at least one or two of your favorites. Kind of like a memento. I'm keeping my boots. I love my my boots. So, that's it. That's one thing that I'm really gonna keep. I mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm. It's all depending on size and this and that and some things. I I keep outfits forever. Like I will. I'll rotate my outfits. Mm-hmm. So every um, every three to six months, I'll take all the outfits that are in my locker. Mm-hmm. I'll take them home, switch them for just a whole new row of outfits, no. and I leave those those outfits in my locker, and I'll just keep switching them out. As a male dancer, I've never had to do that. I've really? maybe switched out my dance bag maybe once or twice. You know, you you have to change up your but your you have like you course, have like well yeah change up change know, those up all the time. Shit, I've got yeah. to buy new ones. But um, you have like. Uh, you have the you have the military military you know fireman gear. Do you have a um, postal? We used to. I never had a no. Oh, I don't that think would postal would have worked. It would have been no. like you like I got a box. <laughs> I got a dick in a box. Right? <laughs> do you remember that for a second? Yeah, dick. Yes. Oh, you know what? Though, if I was back in the game, I would totally do that. <laughs> dick in a box. Dick in a box. Um, That's the best. <laughs> no. Um, so. Yeah, when it came to those things, once you have them, you kind of have them. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I had a couple that were specially made for me, and I had a couple that were even given to me by customers, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. So that's how I acquired most of my outfits. Because like I said, it's really difficult for us to really even go shopping um, for stuff. So you find us in, like, Goodwill or ARC looking for these types of, you know, um, Navy outfit. You, know, you definitely want to do Tom Cruise yeah, top, top gun. gun. So you're trying <laughs> to find an Air Force outfit. Men in uniform are just... You know, they're, that, they're sexually appealing. They're sexy, yeah. Um, so a fireman's outfit, if you can get your hands on one of them, is like the, the coup de grace, you know. Um, if you can get your hands on that. I've never found one. And I've known, I've known maybe one or two guys that had the gear. You right. Know, it was so specialized and so really kind of a good set, anyway, a believable right. set. So, yeah, when you, when you get the good stuff, you kind of stay with it. So it's a little bit more difficult for us to just throw all of our gear away because you know and it does take right. a while to catch track down that stuff there'll probably be a couple of things that i take back into the club and just be like here ladies yeah but that's I, nice of you though. just going through my locker i threw i threw away like six pieces i was like nobody's gonna want that nobody's gonna want that nobody's gonna want that you know you know we did do a cowboy set once though yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i shouldn't say set but um themed yeah. Yeah. So the guys were we were all wearing uh, chaps. Oh, that's that's a good money maker. Oh yeah. 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 The themes always make more money than than your just average. Yeah. Typical. I think it needs you know, and that, and I guess that's one of the few things that I say that I enjoyed more about private parties and working in the clubs because the clubs you did do a fetish night every once in a while. I once did a um, a fetish night where I had I had to shave my body completely. Wow. <laughs> um, it was that, um, what do you call it, that liquid latex paint. I hate that stuff. I love that stuff. I it's remember so... I remember when you hmm. had us do photos for the Rockies oh, game. Oh, that's right. And we had the liquid la- latex. Yes. And then we. That was it, a great photo shoot. It was a great photo shoot. It was when the Rockies won the pennant, if anyone remembers Getting that. the liquid latex off of the body. Is a pain in the ass. Is a pain. And it's I, because a lot of you guys, a lot of you ladies did not 
completely near the areas like I, I said to you. I, said, I wasn't you going to. take to. out all the hair. I wasn't going to. I was, I was lit. And it was, it, it was terrible for me. <laughs> I wish I had pictures of when I, because I did um, complete white. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really cool. Under a wow. Light. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can remember that. one year in the club for Halloween, we all decided to do like zombie night. Ooh. It was cool for all of us girls. We, we all, like we had blood and gore. One girl, she was she was like a zombie schoolgirl. So Sexy. She she was hot. She had the she had the, her whole neck looked like it was slashed with the the blood dripping, and she had the zombie eyes. We had so much fun with it, and the customers are like, "Uh, this is terrible. Uh, I can't. I can't. This is just too much." I'm like, "It's a stripper." With fake blood on her, you, you. Well, you know that's part just, of oh our. That, that's so much ingrained in our pop culture because you know, which leads me because I remember thinking about this um recently when it comes to uh, stripper movies. Because I wanted to I wanted to bring that up as Ooh. maybe a topic. So some of our favorite stripper movies, but when you think about creepy um, strippers, like you're talking about with with, with zombie strippers, and, and I start thinking that yeah, maybe it is kind of cute because some of our most our favorite. Pop culture characters are influenced by the striptease industry, and I give right. you a um, couple examples like Morticia. Absolutely okay? um, beautiful. That lady wasn't, you know, still. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she wore a stripper esque. Um, Elvira. Love Elvira. Stripper dude. Always. That's a yeah. stripper. Okay. Yeah. Elvira Morticia. Who's that other lady? The one. The... the one that married the. The Munsters, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I, 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 can't remember I dream was. of Jeannie. There you go. That is a sexy outfit. Right. So yeah. a lot of that's kind of inspired by you know the burlesque. Right. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure, and a lot of that has filtered into TV and, and movies. And I'm not sure how it figures in these days because online communities are so prevalent, and people don't really talk about dancers the way they used to. No, I think really there's only a couple of um, striptease ladies that are, are are big right now, like Kat Von D and mm-hmm. Dita Von Tees, you know. There's not too many, unless you go into the music genre, that uh, yeah. it's just not, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Let me ask you this. Have you noticed um, in the last couple of days within the industry, and because I remember when I was younger, we would get appearances like, say, for instance, we had Zena Folsom's come to town once, and she had, um, if I remember correctly, I want to say like triple Z's. Um, wow. They were, they were huge. Wow. Were incredibly huge. <laughs> um, Think of the back problems on her. Uh, and she came and you know, it was funny because she was wearing a back brace <laughs> yeah. um, when she was on stage. Um, and uh, she was a booked, featured, right. you know, striptease entertainer. Um, and her show was actually, it was actually fun. Um, I don't see that in the locals now. What I do see is, I do see Little Person or, um, yeah, the Little Person events yeah. a lot in, in, in one of our local Sports. newspapers. And, but that's about it. Yeah. I, yeah, you don't see that anymore. You don't see any of the, kind of like we're trying to hide it away. Yeah, is it expiring? Do you think it's you know going extinct? Well, with them trying to get rid of the dollar, I think huh. it's definitely a way that they could go. Yeah, how's the local entertainer going to make money? I don't know. 
that's something to think about. Well, hey guys, um, if any of this sounded interesting or you have any questions, we really like to hear your feedback. Yeah, because there are a lot of questions that we even have, you know, and getting that feedback from our community will even lead to even longer and better discussions on this. Absolutely. You know, um, what would you guys like to see on the show? Yeah. Give us some uh, info. Yeah, yeah, you can you can leave comments uh, at Facebook. I know the Facebook page allows Absolutely. me to do it. Pixie does have the Instagram, so I, do. I believe you can leave comments there. Is that correct? Uh, yes, on the post. You can even message me personally. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm working on our YouTube right now. And um, a Twitter. So I'm, I'm trying to get our audios up on YouTube, so that'll be coming pretty soon. Uh, we are kind of playing with the idea of going live. Would you guys be interested? Absolutely. We we want to know these things from you. Yeah, live stream would be fun. And I'm interested in what day and time. Like I, I brought up a little bit earlier, I would love for us to be that podcast to listen to on your way home from the strip club between work and, and home for that night at the club. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Next on Stage One. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you guys have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Bye. Bye.